At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. the Vegas Strip. Here's R.J. Bell. Hey guys, that's right. I'm R.J. live in Vegas, coast to coast though, broadcasting 200 Fox Sports Radio stations nationwide. Three o'clock here in Vegas, six on the East Coast. Drive time. We're joined by the pros who know. Brad Powers back after an extended break. Steve Fezzik. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to know more than their buddies. My personal promise, we will deliver the Vegas truth to you. Jonas, I'm calling an audible. I've Let's got a question. It. Yeah. You're in L.A. Yes. ton of traffic. A, a ton of it. On a scale of 1 to 100, with 100 being a heart attack is around the corner, 1 being I don't care. How much does traffic frustrate you? Oh, 115. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand. I got bad road rage, really bad road rage. Always have. Now, how much of that has to do with just the traffic, meaning 
that even if every driver were a replica of you, which I assume <laughs> you think you're a great driver, <laughs> Of right? course, don't we all? Oh, yeah. All right. Now, if every driver were clones of Jonas, would you be frustrated because there still would be that many cars? Or is it about the specific decisions of each driver? Yeah, it's joint blame. It's the drivers and it's the amount of cars. Uh, if it were all me driving, I would be less frustrated, but the amount of cars would still get me a little bit. But no doubt the drivers play a role in my frustration. So even more than 50%, it sounds like. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So here's a scenario I want to throw at you. I'm driving. I'm driving pretty fast, so I don't typically. I have one speeding ticket in 20 years, so I'm not one of those crazy drivers. Yeah. And I'm trying to get through a light. Now, this is one of those four-minute lights. So you get through it. Oh, my gosh. Life is great. Yeah. You don't. It's like literally you could listen to Stairway to Heaven before you can go through. <laughs> All right? Right. Okay. Now, I'm going through... And I'm ready to go through, except a car pulls out right in front of me into the turn lane, okay? And it wobbles a little bit because it's trying to make such a tight turn that, it, you know, it's cutting back to the right. And then it stops dead right in front of me, and I'm, like, screeching my brakes. And I'm thinking, okay, the guy didn't see how fast I was coming. I, you know, I try to be reasonable. It sounds like you aren't. But no, I definitely try to not, be. no. And then here's the thing. The car starts driving and takes that right. But it was coming out of a gas station that had an exit on the exact street that they just took a right <laughs> onto. So literally, they decided to go somehow out the side exit so they could get on the main road to take a right. When there's a bigger exit there to just take a right right out of the freaking gas station. Yeah, <laughs> drivers are morons. I mean, so I lived in South Carolina. Worst drivers I've ever been around in my life. People listening in South Carolina, don't deny it. You know it's true. You're terrible at what you do when it comes to driving. But here's the real question, and the only reason to bring this up to hundreds of thousands of people nationwide. What do you do? When you look at life and you say, there's something that's so frustrating to me, maybe it's my limitation, maybe I shouldn't care, Eastern philosophy, Zen, I don't know. I don't believe in that crap. It makes me mad, no. But the fact of the matter is, I literally could hardly settle down through the whole four minutes <laughs> of the light. And just, just when my heart was almost back to normal, the light changes, I start driving through, and then there's a bus, right, where I usually take my right, and I'm still able to do it, but I got to go, like, kind of speed up and go around the bend. Yeah. And a big truck with a guy with a gun rack, like, lays on their horn to me <laughs> as I'm doing about the best move you could do, and my blood pressure went higher than when I was sitting at the light. All because that one moron didn't know there was another exit at the gas station. It's almost like the question of if you could travel back in time and kill Hitler in his crib. <laughs> Jesus. What would be the ethical decision? <laughs> I, you know, I think there's a lot of types of, uh, let's say, early euthanasia that might help us in general. <laughs> but I'm not necessarily saying I'm the one to make those decisions. I'm not either. Speaking of that, Fez. This sounds to me like it's it's like the Truman Show, only it's the RJ Show. These are all paid actors that are purposely causing you to be 
as delayed as possible for your radio show. No, see, it's the opposite. It's nothing about me. It's about the existence around us. And the real question is, we've all been in bars, especially if you grew up in a small town where the bars, the, the center of the social uh, interactions of the community. And I mean, that might sound sad, but Brad, where you grew up, I'm guessing the bars. Absolutely. The social center, right? Yep. Same with me. Okay. The question is, there's always a guy in there that probably could have graduated college and probably could have gotten a PhD, probably could be teaching at a small college right now. Like you went to Bowling Wallace or something? No, Bowling Green. Yeah, see, they could have taught there. <laughs> Bowling Wallace. But Yeah, well, there is a Bowling Wallace. A <laughs> okay. Yeah, so the fact of the matter is, but he's there drunk six days a week and he's complaining about things and he's getting nothing done. So on one hand, you've got the lobotomized people going around and they're saying, well, you know, don't, you know, don't judge. Everyone's trying their best. You don't know what problems they got. You know, that crap, right? Yeah. And then you got the guy in the bar whose whole life has been restrained because of his sour attitude and his complaints and blaming other people, where's that optimal place in the middle? I don't know. Because I'm telling you, I'm not there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, one player who is there when it comes to uh, paycheck on the way is Dak Prescott. There are conflicting reports out of Dallas and Oxnard that Dak Prescott is uh, asking for somewhere in the range of 30 to $40 million. The highest paid quarterback in the NFL is Russell Wilson at $35 million a year. So, RJ, what does Vegas make of the reports and the apparent demands of Dak Prescott financially? Well, first, let's be as objective as we can. Faz, you've got your quarterbacks rated 1 to 32, the starters. And where's Dak? Dak Prescott is number 13. Okay, so a, a smidge better than average. Yes. And you're saying, Jonas, on the high end of his ask, he'd be the highest paid quarterback. Yeah. Okay, so absurd on the surface. I think probably absurd, but let's go deeper. One, the salary cap, which is really effectively how much money can the team spend on all the players combined. And I guess there's dead money and all that from prior players. That's gone up more than anyone has envisioned. Brad, you got those numbers? No. Oh, I, no. I I just saw you with like a he's got a list of a thousand. Yeah, it's all the quarterbacks. Oh, the quarterback. Okay, so we'll we'll get that on the break, but but really it's gone up so much more than anyone's expected. So what does that mean? If you go back with Dak specifically and look at some of his comments, Dak has said, "Hey, listen, today some number in the 30s might seem high, but what we know is." is the salary cap is going up so fast, what seems high today will seem normal tomorrow and will seem underpaid not long after that. And if we knew for sure, let's say that there was like a three-year lag on revenue 
And then three years later, that revenue would affect the salary cap. And thus, you would know effectively about three years ahead what the salary cap is going to be. And if Dak were right that it's going to go way up, you'd have to consider the contract as a percentage of the salary cap. Now, and let's say the salary cap went up 30%. Well, during that contract Dak signed, then maybe initially he's overpaid. By the end of it, he would be underpaid, assuming he kept performing at an expected level. But we have no idea. I mean, everyone that lives in Vegas, except maybe Fez, knows or knew an exotic dancer who was actually buying houses and flipping them. (laughs) And honestly, I mean, you think I'm joking. It was like... Far more than half, and again, I'm just hearing this through rumors and such, but far more than (laughs) half of the exotic dancers in 2007 or 8 were talking about their real estate holdings pretty much half the time. Now, you know, I don't know how many people find that exotic, but it's a true story. And what happened? It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. And then finally, you ran out of someone even dumber. Right? That's the assumption in every bubble, right, Fez, is you, you might not be making the smartest move, but you're pretty sure there's someone dumber than you that will buy it from you. Exactly. So that was the assumption all the way through the housing bubble and eventual, eventual crisis. And to me, I think we're seeing that in Dak's assumptions. And listen. He doesn't care if the cow. I mean, I guess he should care if the Cowboys are in a bad cap position in three or four years. But effectively, he cares about his salary, Dak or most any player, more than his buddy or his teammates. Now, again, we've talked about Brady being the exception to that. And with his wife being worth hundreds of millions of dollars, some would say that's easy. But other than Brady, it's usually, hey, I want to get every dollar I can for myself. So it makes sense that Dak wants to perpetuate the assumption that don't grade this upon current reality, the money I'm asking for. Let's in, let's dream upon. Let's envision a future reality. You know, by the way, let's just use the most recent trend lines for that future reality. And even though some would use the acronym MOTS more the same, I would say <laughs> that if history tells us anything, it's bubbles burst and the NFL revenue going up the same amount in the next five years that it has in the prior five seems like a bad bet to me. So, but we got to understand that Dak is making this argument and this is, he's on record for this, that saying, yeah, but where's the cap going to be as that contract progresses and I should be paid accordingly. Now what's fascinating is the fact that Dak mentioned only one revenue stream when he was talking about the future revenues, and it was what, Brad? Gambling. He goes, look, there's gambling now. Yep. Meaning this is, so this is how much, now, is Dak right about how much it could mean to the NFL? Perhaps, because later in the show, we're going to be talking about a historic deal with a billion-dollar company and the NFL when it came to data rights, and it's a fascinating story So, yeah, I think certainly more money is coming to the NFL due to gambling. Now, it always has in an ancillary sense. 
But now this would be direct revenues. The ancillary sense would be more interest in the games that, that gambling caused. Now it could be directly from gambling companies, sports books, etc. But is it enough to make Dak a, a slightly better than average quarterback who, quite frankly, has negative trend lines? Right, Last year was his worst year. Rated number 17. On uh, QBR. So Fez is even saying let's not totally account for last year as the only thing that matters. He's even better than number 17. Okay, maybe, but should the average quarterback be getting paid almost 40 mil? Based on today's abs- assumptions, that's absurd. But Dak is trying to change the frame of reference. And to me, that's just smart negotiation. When we come back, we'll finish up with Dak and we'll explain to you. Now, you're going to be shocked at this, that what Dak is doing when it comes to persuasion is exactly a, a move out of Donald Trump's book, The Art of the Deal. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Sound the trumpets! It's horse racing time, so saddle up for the action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code CNDR. That's C-A-N-D-R. Only on the DK Horse app. (laughs) Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus, 21 plus in certain states to open or access an account and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DKHorse.com. Cavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. 
Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of You the Fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we may have an idea as to what the contract numbers will be for one Dak Prescott. Yeah, so how's my level sound? Jonas, we so, were having a little trouble. It was, it was uh, a challenge. Yeah, we, it sounded? sounds good. All right? Yeah. Good. Awesome. Hey, we're trying every day, baby, delivering Vegas straight to you. Thanks for joining us. Right now on the Strip, what is the weather, Fez? Do you have any idea? What would you say if you just had to guess? Over under 105 and a half. No way. 106 right now. <laughs> and the neon is having... A requiem. (laughs) RJ, we continue on with the conversation regarding Dak Prescott. The reports out there saying he is demanding or asking for a contract in the neighborhood of 30 to 40 million dollars per year from the Dallas Cowboys. And Vegas actually has odds on what that number could possibly be. Yeah. And if anything, it speaks to what I believe. And we did tease it. The idea of one of the lessons of the art of the deal which is, if you read the book, forgetting the politics, if you can change the frame, the frame of, the, of what's possible, of what's reasonable, you win. You win the debate. And one of the examples would be, imagine you, because here's the thing, we really don't know what very much is worth. I mean, we can go look at bananas and say, let's go to three different stores, Albertsons, Kroger's, whatever, and say, well, the average is going to tell you. But think about things like gas. There's been times in the recent past that gas was what, under two bucks? Yeah. Senior in high school was 92 cents. (laughs) And And that wasn't that long ago. (laughs) And there's times it's almost $4. Yep. It's the same objective thing. So to me... We don't really know what things are worth. Houses, we've talked about that. When I bought my house in, uh, what was it, like 2000? It was like 120,000. There was a time it was 400,000, at least, you know, Zwillow or whatever. So if you can change the frame, you win. So now, Dak, the debate before was should we pay him 30? It seems like, you know, upwards of 30. Or is it going to take a hometown discount? Maybe, boy, if we could get him for 23, that'd be great. And instead, right now, 
if Dak signed an extended contract and the average price were $33 million, what would the perception be? That the Cowboys maybe got a deal. Exactly. So Mike Lombardi, friend of the show, sharp as they come, when it comes to the X's and O's and some of the inner workings of football, he had a tweet, and he was right in the center of the, the news around this, and he said, I, I, the rumor is Dak turned down 30. If he did, he's crazy or some, you know, I'm not sure if crazy, I think crazy might have been the word, but some, like, it's a really bad decision. Well, I'll tell you this. Let's make it 31 and a half over under. I would make a massive bet on the over. And the reason being that Dak has the conversation now, should it be 30 or should it be 40? And one of the things the art of the deal talks about is imagine if Dak came in and said, I want 70. There's a certain point that you're not going to be taken seriously. <laughs> but if you can find that point, that some people are going to shrug and laugh and others are going to say, well, you know, maybe now you've established the high end and, and framing the debate that way can be massively, massively effective. And I think Dak right now, if we had to bet, does anyone here, if I made the over under 30 million exactly, would anyone take the under? No. No. So if Mike Lombardi's saying, hey, he's crazy not to take 30, and everyone here is saying the odds of him getting more than 30 are very, very good, seems like Dak's doing pretty well for himself. In fact, you can bet, Brad, pretty much on anything. Yeah. And this bet is based on what will the, the per annum amount be for Dak. Yeah, so the, the annual average value over under is 34.5 million, RJ. And the over, not the under, the over is minus 150. So the over is the favorite, over 34.5 million per year. Yes, I'm not sure how to convert the, the VIG to over-under, but my guess is even money would be 36, 36 and a half. Yeah, and he has over a 60% chance of getting over 33 million, I would call it. And I think to recap, to think about, about how smart this is, is meaning for the Cowboys to pay that amount. How reasonable is this ask? Based on today's assumptions, I think it's way too much. We think Dak is about the 13th best quarterback. Yep. And the 13th best shouldn't be paid that much. But again, history has the NFL salary cap going way, way up. And if it continues, Dak might be right. But there's no guarantee it's going to continue. Now, Fez, you used an interesting phrase to wrap this subject, indexing. So explain what that is. Well, just cost of living and how much inflation is going to be in the NFL. And I would argue... Well, and again, it's not cost of living in this case, but rather it's going to be there's something that the number is indexed to. And as that index goes up or down, so does your number. Eight. So the theory would be, let's say Dak's fair price today is 30. If the salary cap went up 10%, in theory, it would go to 33. Right. Now, I'm not sure if that's legal, but it feels like it's one of the things the NFL needs to do is have the ability maybe in just a handful of contracts to tie the per annum to where the salary cap goes. And if we just look at the most recent numbers, 
Now, the new CBA was 2011, 120 million. In 2018, 177 million. 2019, 188 million. So, Fez, 18 over 12 is 33% increase, right? 18 over 12, 50%. Well, it'd be 50, right? Because six and six is 12, six more is 18. 50%. It's gone up, the salary cap, since 2011. If it went up 50 because of gambling during Dak's uh, contract span, and remember, he's already got years left, so it would all be rolled in. We're talking three, four, five, six years out. He'd be right, but there's no guarantee. So maybe this is an example where based on your assumptions, you either agree with Dak or the Cowboys. I also think it's worth mentioning that he's made less than $2 million total throughout the course of his NFL career. So he's he's outplayed that contract so much that if you were to take his first contract as a rookie and you were to com- put it together with the reported number that's out there that he allegedly turned down, we're talking about getting a guy over an eight-year span for about $15, $16 million a year. That's a bargain at quarterback. Yes, but here's the question. If that, and let's knock on wood, and I won't even get specific about it. Let's say Dak is unable to play another game okay. in his career. Right. And by no fault of his own, mm-hmm. you think the Cowboys are going to somehow say, well, let's calculate how much he was underpaid. And, you know, he should have made seven. I mean, I think we know. We've seen it in the NFL. Who was that, South Carolina, Lattimore? Or yeah, Marcus Lattimore. Marcus Lattimore. And, I mean, this was a guy that was, you know, projected first round, right? Yep. In his last bowl game, right? His last season. His last – oh, it was yeah. his last season. Okay. Yep. He had a catastrophic knee injury. Yep. Has he, I think the 49ers took him at one point, but he never – Never amounted to anything. He's mm-hmm. coaching now. And did any of the NFL teams pay him? He never got a big contract, obviously. Did, did South Carolina say, you know, we should have been paying you more than zero? Here's <laughs> here's a few mil? No. I mean, as much as it might be, Jonas, in my opinion, in the player's head, that, hey, I, you know, I've got some evening up to do, you know, as in I got money coming my right. way. Yeah. I, I don't think the teams think like that. No, I don't think they do either. And Dak's been vocal about it. You remember earlier in the offseason, Dak even mentioned Tom Brady's wife and what she makes as a reason why it's a different conversation when asked, why won't you take a discount? So he's been very vocal about not wanting to take a discount. And to your point, it's because in the back of his mind, he's thinking, man, I've made pennies so far. I've given you a discount. It's time to, it's time to cash in. Yeah. <sighs> Except he didn't give him a discount. That contract was slotted in a way there wasn't really much discretion. And if the, if the union disagrees with the way the contract is, they should renegotiate that next time. Yeah. Right? I get the deal is a deal might not work at the player level, but a deal is a deal got to work between the union and the owners. So... I mean, you know, it, it's kind of weird because we're straight out of Vegas. I'm R.J. Bell. Steve Fezzik right here, he talked about the Raiders and said, you know, I'm not so sure about them. They, they seem to have too much community looking backwards. And in a weird way, there are certain teams, I like it, that if you're part of the family and you're struggling, hey, maybe you go out and speak for the team and they pay you 150 a year, you know, whatever, to try to say thank you. That doesn't mean it should be 
the player should be reliant upon the goodwill of the owners to make a living, right? Meaning, oh, don't worry about the money you get now. We'll take care of you later. Right. I don't agree with that at all. But in general, I think these con- – and we've seen it with Belichick. Belichick is paying the next contract on what you're going to do for that contract. And for every player that overperforms their contract, there's going to be one that underperforms their contract. And the NFL is not going to try to get that money back. So to me, Dak in his mind might be thinking, I've been underpaid, so it's time to overpay me. But I don't think that's how businesses think. No. When someone becomes not valuable is when they go. I mean, that's how businesses think. And if you've got a contractual obligation, you honor it. That's what businesses do. So to me, and to wrap, I think there's three factors here. Factor number one is would uh, Dak take a hometown discount? Factor two is does he want to take market? Factor three is does he want to take market in some envisioned future financial reality? And I think the hometown discount that factor's gone. That's not even a consideration no. anymore, right? I think it's, will he take today's reality or does he want some future reality seems to be the debate. Now, you can make the case that's why he's won already, that that's the range. Others could say it's going to hurt his brand. So I don't know. We're going to find out, though. In just one minute, Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Cavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up 12 minutes from now here on FSR, we will continue the football conversation as we look ahead with the season approaching. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. You know, one of the things being located in Vegas, coming straight out of Vegas, I think sometimes me, Brad, Fez, we want to sound smart when it's a topic that really isn't about analysis, handicapping. It's really about human, you know, how you feel as a human. It's about being a fan. And listen, Fez had a hell of a career. He didn't have a mansion and a yacht, but he had a hell of a career before he became a professional gambler. Fez, what was your role i was an actuary in los angeles vice president of uh how many people work for the company oh thousands and how many vice presidents were there oh there's probably 45 50. so you were like what mid-30s yeah i mean that that was a hell of a trajectory you're on <laughs> i was and you said you know i'd rather be in vegas and sleep in stairwells <laughs> <laughs> right i mean you you have slept in stairwells right that was one select new year's eve before i was a vice president now explain explain that story real quick <laughs> i was back in the early 90s and i came out to pop in sports bets and parlay cards and the like and it was new year's eve and i thought i'll just get a room in vegas and I said, what's this the whole town is sold out unless I want to spend $700 to stay at a Hotel Six. No, thank you. And so I found a stairwell in Circus Circus and just sacked out for four or five hours. What do you think of that, Brad? <laughs> Hard to believe now, knowing that he has a mansion in the yacht. I mean, you could have just went, like, yeah. when Tony Soprano would get into it with Carmella, he'd just go down to the Stugats and sleep there. <laughs> Take your word for it. <laughs> I'm RJ Bell, straight out of Vegas. So here's the question. If we're not Vegas guys, but we're fans, and we do got to wear those two hats, I'm going to go around the horn, Brad, Steve, and then Jonas. And what do you think, Antonio Brown? Don't try to be smart. What do you think in your gut, Brad? I don't think much. I mean, on Friday show, I called him Antonio Clown. <laughs> well, that that seems strong. Yeah, I was, I, was. I was I had a day off that day. Yeah. Wow. Um, and and the reason being what. Because he's obviously one of the best. Re- I mean, I would make the case that if you go year to year and say who's the best receiver, that he's never been necessarily the consensus number one, but he has been on that top three list more consistently than any receiver. Yeah, in the last five, six years, absolutely. Yeah. So in a, in a way, over the span of that time, 
as good as you can get. Yep. But but former farm boy Brad Powers says he's a clown. <laughs> the last I would say the last eight months he's been a clown. And what does clown mean to you, Joe Pesci? Like he's amusing people? <laughs> no, he's so not funny. It? How? So what's well, it mean? No, it was a playoff of his last name, Brown. I mean, oh, the so, behavior. So really, you were just trying to find a pejorative term that rhymes. Yes, absolutely. All right, but in general, the behavior. What don't you like? Well, I mean, for one, the week 17 last year, playoff bids on the line. I get it. You're having a disagreement with your quarterback, Roethlisberger, but you not showing up to play. I, I'm not a fan of that. And then the repeated behavior this week, I'm not going to show up to play because I don't have the right helmet. I don't like that. You need to get your timing down with your quarterback and your new team. So, so you're saying his personal machinations, his ups, his downs are selfish. Yep. Fez. Well, I think the opinions changed just in the past six months. I would have said he's a team player. He's our super hard worker and the like up until that week 17 of last year. And now I got a question. What in the world is going on with Antonio Brown just recently? Jonas. Great player and bat s crazy. But again, let's dig in. What's the crazy part? I mean, melting your feet off in the uh, cryotherapy chamber, whatever the hell he did, showing up to training camp with a, a with a balloon and a flame over your head while you're standing in an Easter basket. I mean, uh, the, you can go up and down the list throwing furniture off a balcony. I mean, he's crazy. Well, wait, I did have one night at high stage. <laughs> okay, that happens. <laughs> I mean, that, you know, come on. Is Zeppelin crazy? Here's, here's what I'll say. It does feel like something's changed. But let's be honest, how much do we know about any NFL player, especially the non-quarterbacks, the non-guys that are doing interviews all the time? We don't know much, right? I just know here's a guy that was a fifth or sixth round pick. What round was it, Brad? You remember? Sixth round. Sixth round. And he became one of the best players in the league. I respect that because it, it couldn't have been an easy path. Now, the interesting thing is, do we have to reevaluate Mike Tomlin, mm. meaning his ability. I mean, Brown has had more craziness, it would seem, since he's left Pittsburgh, though he hasn't played a game yet that matters, than all those years in Pittsburgh combined. Yeah, at least publicly Yeah, that we know of, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so how much of that was Tomlin keeping it in-house, even though it, it was happening? How much was it that the Tomlin and the structure of the Steelers – kept him within, you know, on the rails or how much of it is. And I'm not going to say this about Brown because it's just not right for a media figure to, you know, I mean, we could say crazy in a, a kind of as a euphemism as a kind of ha ha ha, but like, I'm not going to try to diagnose someone, but generally there's various types of mental illness that come on to you that, that, that onset as you reach your late twenties, and through your 30s, that, that a lot of people that are seem seemingly healthy mentally at 27 are not at 37. And I'm not saying at all that I have any insight into that. But in a weird way, it, it should kind of slow down us, you know, things like, you know, Brad Powers calling him a clown. Because how much <laughs> of this really is a, a, a diagnosable problem? I don't know. It could be zero, Right. We saw with Brandon Marshall, the wide receiver, years ago. Brandon Marshall had all these outbursts and just could not control his temper, and it turned out that he was dealing with, with stuff and, and has now been an advocate for that and spoken out against it. Yeah, and the other side, 
And and to me, that's the best a show can do for you. If the answer isn't obvious, the, and again, maybe it's obvious to a brilliant person, and then you want to embrace and wrap your arms around that answer. But if the I don't think any of us thinks the answer is obvious to what's going on with Brown. You've got to try to put some stakes in the ground to say, here's the range of reasonable possibilities. And I think one of them is that Brown is going by the metric. He's being motivated by the metric of Instagram likes. We talked about it. Numbers that used to matter, championships. Then it became stats. Then it became number of likes. And if the only metric we're going to use for Brown is number of, or attention, let's call it, then he's had the most successful offseason of his career. Yep. And I think that that paradox that the younger players do seem to want attention greatly and that attention-seeking being inversely related, being negative for winning, it's probably a, uh, a paradox we haven't fully wrestled with as sports fans, as sports media. When we come back, I want to talk about Tomlin. In the preseason, he's a great lesson on it's not should we have this coach or not, but rather what mindset is the coach in at this given time. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. So we've talked a lot about Antonio Brown. We are in the midst of the NFL preseason. And so the conversation now takes a turn towards his former coach, Mike Tomlin, and his approach to the preseason. Yeah, again, I think we got to reevaluate Tomlin. And as a Steelers fan, you love more and you're more critical. You know, that's how we are. Usually in a person, you know, in an interpersonal sense, but also with our fans, right? Brad, you've got some crazy love hate <laughs> with Notre Dame. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, explain like how I mean just fairly, how would you explain that? There's a lot of love in my childhood. They were winning at that point, and then I saw, you know, a point where they stopped winning and the hate started getting involved. So <laughs> when they won, you liked them. Yeah. When they lost, you hated them. Yeah. I've got to tell you, it's just occurred to me what the student body has been chanting for the last two or three minutes. <laughs> it's the name Rudy. When that movie came out, I loved them. And I think of you when I think of Rudy. I met Rudy a couple weeks ago. How's the real one. Did he look like a, a Division One athlete? Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> Were you taller than him? Uh, easily. Oh, my like gosh. Five, when they do the whole movie, 5'5". Five, like five, five, I don't five, know. 5'5", five, right? Oh, my God. I'm 5'10 and a half. Oh, you know what's <laughs> funny? Do you ever hear anyone say they're 6'2 and a half? <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. All right. So, all that said, I might have been too hard on Tomlin. And let's be candid. I think, Fez, the thing I accuse you of is what I do with Tomlin, which is he is obviously objectively not great at the game time decisions. And, you know, do we go for it on fourth? Do we kick a field goal? And since you and I and a lot of gamblers, quite frankly, are really good at that kind of game theory, 
I think we're too hard on them because it's a small percentage of the overall game or coaching job itself. But I do think it's clear with Tomlin that when he had something to prove, he won more in the preseason. And when he didn't have as much to prove, he didn't. So what's the numbers? Yeah, so first six years, Tomlin's at Pittsburgh. He goes 19-6 and six in the preseason with again, nothing to prove. Straight up or against? Straight up. Okay. 15 and 10 against the spread. Next four years, he's proven himself. He's won a Super Bowl. Three and 14, both straight up and against the spread in the preseason. Three and 14. So, guys, this is a great example. We could call it arbitrary endpoints. That's a phrase that people will say, oh, that trend, Joe DiMaggio hit 56 straight games. I bet on the 57th he didn't hit, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's why it's a streak, right? But in this case, there seems to be some logic. When Tomlin was yet to be fully proven, amazingly good in the preseason, and now that he feels comfortable in his job, not only bad, but about as bad as you can get. The question is, what Tomlin would we assume is playing to, or is coaching today? I would say pretty much the guy that's been 3-15, and 15, he doesn't care. We are straight out of Vegas, back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.